Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you from somewhere in Whistler, sitting in my Airstream after having had a good fire by the Land Rover Defender that my friend lent me uh, for some photo shoots and adventures. But, um, and so I thought it appropriate to chat tonight, I guess, about just it is what I was doing. Because, you see, when you're chatting something about something kind of live about whatever it is that you may be doing, then that obviously um, brings so many things to mind and so many aspects of it because you're living it during that very moment. And that's one of the things that uh, I thought I would share with you tonight. Because, indeed, there are not too many people in the world that love to go camp in the bush uh, or in the back country in wintertime. And yet, for, for ourselves, you know, it's not about, as the saying goes, it's not about um, the weather, or it's more about whether you're dressed or not for the weather. Um, and that's pretty important because with the right gear and with the right essentials, you can have a quite unenjoyable time by the fire. And uh, so this, is it Saturday, <laughs> was uh, very well spent uh, in company of my little ones, my lady, and uh, my assistant and friend um, who have been helping to uh, shoot some pretty wicked content because um, indeed we do camp in so many winter scenarios. And tonight was a night to, uh, and an evening and a day uh, to shoot for lots of cool brands. Um, so hope you'll check out uh, the Instagram stories and then you'll see there what it is exactly that we were doing. But uh, I wanted to make winter camping a little bit more easy for you. Um, whether from an Airstream or a Land Rover Defender, all the essentials, whether solo, with a partner or kids, you know. Um, each of these scenarios requires a different set of essentials to bring on a winter camping trip. Um, for example, uh, I've gone on a winter camping trip with a buddy of mine. And, and because when you go with a friend, it's not the same as going with your partner or your kids that you have to take care of in a way, um, then you're like, ah, I don't really feel like pitching the tent tonight. So uh, we're not going to pitch it. And, and if your buddy's cold, then who gives a rat's ass? <laughs> because uh, that's part of the adventure and uh, knowing that, that you're both in, in that type of scenario and comfort zone. So, so there's, there's definitely lots of things that make a winter camping um, much more comfortable. And I guess I'll go to the back country first before we jump into the Airstream or car camping. Um, because even in winter camping, you know, you can sleep in your car quite comfortably. Um, many people don't realize it, that you can get away with an evening in the car quite, quite easily, particularly if you've got the right sleeping bag. But I digress. I said we were going to start with uh, the back country. So for a back country trip, um, you know, the base layers that you're wearing is, uh, is and are quite important because they regulate your heat. And, uh, and if you don't have, if you're wearing cotton, for example, then uh, your, your skin is kept quite cold. 
uh, particularly if you get damp from sweating, from cutting wood, uh, from hiking, from trekking, from backcountry skiing. So that sweat turns goes into a cotton shirt, and the cotton shirt will make you quite frigid. Whereas uh, merino wool will will regulate your body heat um, and actually stay to the temperature of your body, which makes it really quite comfortable. And then as your body is uh, is doing more activity, then the heat that it generates actually dries the merino. You know, it's hard to mimic nature. One second, I have to drink my yop. Yes, this is what the kids left behind. Mm. Um, but um, but where was I? Oh, yes. So in the back country, um, a few a few other things. Obviously, when it comes to being how you're dressed, um, there are a few what I would call essentials. You've got your boots. Um, make sure you have waterproof boots. I have a lot of friends that buy these. Um, middle grade boots. And uh, unfortunately, after a very wet um, time spent outside, the the boots end up soaked inside. Um, So good quality boots is quite important because happy feet will go, will take you much further than uh, unhappy, wet and cold feet. Um, Obviously, uh, the socks, I am always uh, a big proponent of merino wool. So a pair of merino wool socks will do just dandy because, again, they will regulate the, the heat of your of your feet as well. Uh, base layers, top and bottom, merino wool, of course. <laughs> what else? Um, and then after that, when I'm in the backcountry, I tend to, uh, if I'm in a campground like I am today, and I'm just spending a lot of time outside, then I'll, I'll wear my like Mustang Survival uh, overall, wa- completely waterproof, non-breathable, well, non-breathable, very, very low breathability in comparison to uh, the type of thing that you would wear if you're backcountry skiing up a mountain, but um, but extremely warm and, and with heavy water even on it, uh, extremely uh, dry nonetheless. So, so definitely go through through uh through wearing a pair of uh waterproof pants and uh and of course if you're doing activity then you'll want a pair of waterproof pants that are uh, a much lighter uh weave and therefore more breathable but obviously if you get torrential rain then they're less water resistant than the mustang survival which is meant like for water um, but you need zippers, for example, in order to regulate your heat, because if you're going uphill and you're spe- expending a lot of energy, it's important to, to, to vent out so you don't sweat too much. Because if you're going, uh, uh, if you don't do that, then, then your sweat can get cold and you can get uh, chilled quite quickly. Um, a, a very, very comfortable waterproof jacket, obviously is key in the backcountry winter essentials, is, is if you're, if you get damp and cold, um, your experience will be quite miserable in comparison to if you're toasty and dry. So uh, a nice waterproof jacket. Um, my Maris, again, Mustang Survival has been my, my go-to lately. You'll see it in all the pictures that uh, that I've been posting. It's the bright red jacket. It's a very thick uh, jacket that also just is just in, in, in very strong winds, I don't even feel uh, the cold wind. And of course, a down jacket, because in cold conditions, um, the weather can change quite quickly. And the, your body is constantly fighting and working to adjust to keep uh, the heat that it thinks is an essential for your survival. Um, so in, it's important that you that you really have a nice big down jacket. 
and uh, and I'd always err on the side of having something that's perhaps too warm than having something that wouldn't be enough. Because with something that isn't enough, you can go hypothermic or you can be super uncomfortable. Uh, whereas with something that's just too hot or overkill for the scenario that you imagined, well, you just unzip your jacket and uh, let the air come in. So that's my like clothing winter essentials. When it comes down to the kids, you really, if, you, if you're camping with your kids, you really want to make sure that they've got boots um, and that are very extremely waterproof. Because on a day like today where we're camped outside uh, and playing outside, the weather and the, the snow was very wet and heavy. And, uh, and this snow makes it that if your kids' feet get wet, um, then they get cold and then they get miserable and then they get as unhappy as you, except they're much louder and vocal about it if they are. So, uh, so our kids today, today they were in their, uh, baffin boots that they've just received. So, um, very toasty feet. And of course, they're very excited to have new boots. Um, but their suits are also quite important in keeping them, uh, very warm. You know, a lot of people, uh, when they go out on the first time experience or, or if they're just getting into going camping with their kids, uh, they don't realize that, that, that if your kid isn't properly dressed, then of course the child is going to have an unhappy time and make you very well know that they are doing so. So, so really important to have them, uh, toasty dressed. You know, we do battle like any other parent, our kids in the morning and say, no, you really, you need to wear this sweater, Mikio, because it's very cold outside. And he's like, no, I will not touch that sweater because I don't like it today. <laughs> You're just like, what the? <laughs> and, and then, but you know that it's minus 15 outside and that if you don't, he doesn't wear the sweater, then by the time he's at school, they might tell you at the end of the day, oh, Mikio was cold today. So, uh, so you do everything you can to make sure that you convince them. And perhaps in our case, we, uh, we barter a little bit too much. Mikio, please just put the damn sweater on and I will give you something at the end of the day, anything, because I know I just want to keep you warm. So keep your kids toasty and warm. Uh, we, uh, have been having them decked out in, uh, in Rema clothing, which is R-E-I-M-A, uh, their Scandinavian company, and they make super high quality, uh, gear and clothing for kids. Um, maybe Shireen wants to jump. I don't know. She might be chaos at home right now, but if she wants to jump on the line and talk about her merino wool uh, or her Rayma clothing for the kids. She'd be more than welcome to. I'll try and invite her to speak. There we go. Hello. You need to take your microphone off. Oh, she disappeared. Maybe a child is um, <laughs> not letting her. Oh, there we go. Speaker invited to speak. Maybe she is. I'm Hello. here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a child is not making it too crazy for you right now? No, two are uh, watching a little bit while I have five minutes and Ariella is just right here with me. Okay, so you might so, hear her. So tell me, what is your favorite Rayma clothing for uh, the kids to keep them happy during winter camping uh, sessions? I have to say that the gloves are amazing. <laughs> you know, we, um, I think they fit well. The, the fit is really good. Uh, they're easy to slide on, which uh, makes it much more fun for the kids. 
Um, that's one of the items. I also, the kids love their socks. I think they're comfortable, they're warm, uh, keep them dry. Other items that we like from Rayma, I would say the snow pants, the bibs. Yeah. Nikyu has a really nice pair of the, bibs. The um, ones that he will not let us not take off. Like every day, it's like, uh, Mikio, could you wear your one piece or your this? And he's like, no, I want those pants. Yeah, he could sleep in them, really. He loves yeah. them so much. And also the snowsuits. Okay, um, so the gloves are called the Rayma, Raymatech Mittens Askar. They're, yeah, they're different ones. So you have the gloves with fingers, which Mikio loves for skiing. Yes. Um, and then you have the mitts that Katarina prefers. And yeah, then there's so the, also uh, the baby stuff. So the booties and the gloves for babies. Right. Uh, Ariella's age, around Ariella's age. What did, what did the kids today both come up to us and say after playing in the water a little or in the snow a little bit too long? Put my that, gloves on. <laughs> my, yeah, I was trying to figure out. I want to go in happy, probably. Yeah, that too. That, that, that too. Yeah. But the gloves, they, they know it. They know that they're comfy. And even they know that, that uh, if they've played in the snow and everything is wet and right. it gets cold, that it's harder to put the gloves on. So the Rayma gloves mm-hmm. really give you the space, I find, to, to, to slip them on. And I guess what would other winter camp, backcountry winter camping essentials with the kids for you uh, consist of? Um, a good mattress. Um, you know, if, uh, you mean for overnight or just yeah. chilling o- over- right Yeah, Overnight, you're in the tent on the ground on a canoe trip, and you're sleeping with Ariella. How would you sleep with Ariella on a winter trip? I would uh, have a good insulated mattress to start with. Uh, Then um, the sleeping bags, but the sleeping bags get a little bit uh, soggy, wet in winter. So maybe put a adventure medical kit, Um, you know, those um, single bags we have from them would you mm-hmm. call them like um like a bivy survival? bag you mean yeah you know that's the sleeping bags yeah. Yeah, yeah the survival bivy bag so this one over my sleeping bag and i would be perfectly happy right and how do you sleep with ariella when you're in a tent does she sleep in something else or or katarina or mikio how have you done it in the past um so if it's winter camping i'd say um you know cozy because uh, the sleeping bag doesn't zip up entirely, so you still get a draft, which um, keeps you um, colder. So mm-hmm. a suit and then the sleeping bag and, um, you know, that baby bag over the sleeping bag. And probably if I had um, like a cover to put over us to close all the drafts. Yep. Yeah, that would be... Or, yeah. you know, could be a, uh, a winter jacket. So, so, but wait, this is coming from someone that sleeps in a sleeping bag that is how warm in pretty much any conditions? Um, my favorite one goes down to negative 40, so. <laughs> right, all right. And you I use like that... to be hot. I like right. to be cozy. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, those are definitely good, uh, good essentials for the kids. And anything personal for you? that uh, on a winter camping trip that you like to have maybe something for your feet, like booties or any item that you think to yourself, oh, I really miss that item if I don't bring it along. Definitely booties um, in winter camping around snow. So what are booties for people that don't know what um, booties are? 
so they they're um, slippers winter slippers if you want so comfortable footwear that you wear uh, over the snow and it has uh, it's insulated so it keeps you warm and um, instead of wearing your cold boots around camp you usually uh, switch to your comfortable booties so and well, I would around camp I would call them more booties than slippers slippers are the ones that right. uh, an old grandfather wears in the 80s <laughs> with fur um, but these ones and that they wouldn't really work out here but so a booty right. is like a soft fabric that's usually Gore-Tex with down inside and because and they're it's a soft bottom um, and they tend to work fantastically in uh, winter conditions that are dry but in wet well not not so much but uh, definitely a key item to have because many friends will be when you want to get out of your tent to go pee at night and your feet are cold uh, you can just jump into these uh, and it's quite comfortable and like uh, Shireen said also, if you're taking off your winter boots or your backcountry ski boots, uh, it helps a lot. And uh, what would be a Airstream-related winter item that uh, you would recommend for people to take? Airstream-related. Um, so RVing, basically. Uh, for Airstream, <laughs> I'm thinking. What, what be- did we spend most of our time perhaps around today? And cook on. <laughs> oh, the grill. Uh, yeah, the grill and the fire pit, right? But this time we right. use today we use the portable propane I was fire. To see something related to airstream. So you're talking about the propane fire. Yeah, like anything, yeah. you know, that's a key winter item that that most people might not think of. But for example, we had a young man named Matthew trying to start the fire today to no avail, and uh, he's more than welcome to join the call with us if he if he wants here. Because he was spending uh, some time with us, but, uh, but 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 it's quite easy to start uh, your fire. Obviously, if you've got a propane tank that you just plug in, and and uh, and you don't have smoke, so if you've got kids around, it's quite practical. Also, if you don't want to be having with the, dealing with the hassle of cutting wood and stacking it and moving it and and the smoke going in any direction. Um, uh, and and having a very uh, stable flame, then uh, having a fire pit, a portable fire pit with a propane tank uh, is fantastic. And that's how uh, we've learned to travel to, to so many uh, destinations as well. And it adds so much ambience as well. Well, thanks for your your input, Shereen. Yeah. Good, Sorry. Good, chairs. good camping. Good camping chairs. <laughs> yes, definitely good camping chairs. Is, and uh, what would you is say nice is your favorite winter item? My favorite winter item. Oh well, um, today I think that uh, that a good uh, a proper sleeping bag, uh, top notch, high quality sleeping bag is I think essential for my happiness uh, in the back country. Um, and then you know me, you know my big down jacket. Like having a very overkill down jacket even for light winter camping uh makes it so that you're always comfortable um, but i'll let you jump off because ariella is is more on yeah. the call than anybody else <laughs> all right take care all right thanks bye <laughs> um but yeah there's so thank thank you shereen there's uh you know there's so many different items um that uh that are great on a winter camping trip and i think everybody has uh, one in particular 
that they like to focus on. And and for different activities, you also want to have uh, great camping equipment. For example, when we're airstreaming, uh, it, it's important that you have perhaps a generator with you. Because if your solar panels didn't charge enough because you were in winter conditions and they just didn't get the juice they needed, uh, you really don't want the batteries to go out for in having enough electricity to be able to power your heating system, uh, your propane heating system. Uh, and therefore, uh, you just turn on the generator and, uh, and you can get all the energy you need. And our favorite generator is uh, definitely the small Honda 2000. Um, it's quiet, it's portable, uh, it's easy to tote around, it doesn't smell, it's got a, it's, it's very, very quiet. And, uh, and we just plug, plug happy into it when we really are desperate for, for energy and maybe perhaps we've gone through the juice that, uh, the airstream already had. But obviously because we're using the heating a lot more, uh, and maybe the water boiler takes a bit, uh, uh, more energy as well. Then, uh, then these are definitely it's an item that during a winter camping scenario uh, keeps your RVing much happier. Also, you know when you've when you've got your your camper, it's it's very concerning that the uh, lines could freeze on you because the the temperatures can drop quite a fair bit uh, in winter camping. So, uh, having that generator is always a great backup uh, to make sure that uh, that everything's going to be working quite well um today also you know i i will likely end up sleeping in the airstream but uh we'll be taking out the defender uh for some more adventures coming up and and a buddy of mine lent me this this defender and i've put my Thule tapui otana rooftop tent onto the defender and this is a four person tent it is an absolute castle but the way that the tent is made in canvas and the nice big mattress um and the condensation protector that we have underneath all are ways to make it for a very warm and cozy camping um you know even if you wanted to you could uh, plug a powerful uh power station and put a little heater and put a vent into the tent and uh it really wouldn't be any different than than being uh in an airstream in that in that regard um also i i really like having crocs you know some people will say that those that footwear is the most hideous thing but it is the most practical thing to have uh particularly on a winter camping trip when for whichever scenario it might be you need to just quickly jump into a pair of uh of uh rubber shoes and run off for a pee or go to the kayak and get something or uh, whatever it may be. So another really important item to have, you know, fire starters for the, for the camping trip is another uh, item that a friend of mine might've uh, used perhaps a few more today, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, because um, today, for example, even the gray beard, which is the moss that grows on the side of trees, was very, very wet. Uh, we had a good dumping of snow, but very heavy, and it turned to rain. And so if you really were looking to make a fire without uh, using some fire starters or having some access to uh, birch bark or that moss or any of these things, particularly during a winter uh, adventure, then the fire starters uh, are a quick way for everything to be 
have your flame going much more quickly and to be very comfortable. And in case of emergency as well, a fire starter is uh, is something that I always have in my toolkit for a winter adventure because uh, anywhere that you could be, you just grab, you know, in, in winter conditions tend to be very dry. You don't usually, unlike unless you live in Worcester or uh, along the coast, uh, you don't tend to have such wet, uh, scenarios and so the branches of the trees, particularly uh, underneath at the bottom of the tree, are very very dry. So you just go underneath the, the the tree, and this section of the tree, a pine tree in particular, will be kept quite dry. You grab a bunch of of those branches, uh, even in deep winter, and then you take your fire starters, you light that, and you quickly have a very warm fire. And in an emergency situation. Uh, I always like to say that, uh, that getting a quick fire going, uh, you must be able to do so. Um, and going into that tangent is uh, what you, tool you use to get that fire going on pretty much any winter camping uh, trip. And butane lighters are some of my favorite. Brunton, um, really cool brand, made a lighter way back. I don't think they make it anymore, but I was a huge fan of it because it was butane and it was in, in this type of capsule that with a rubber gasket that fully closed that made it completely and utterly waterproof. Um, that being said, in this day and age, you can just take a big lighter and make sure that you've got it in a Ziploc or in some type of place where the lighter isn't at... Uh, isn't going to get wet because um, in our case, we're often doing water adventures and, uh, and the lighter, if you were to tip from your boat and you didn't have the lighter in the proper place, then the lighter might not do you too much good anyhow. So, so just a few uh, definite things that you want to have with you. Now, w winter experiences um, can be for the first time a little bit more daunting, but as you get into the flow of knowing what your temperature comfort levels are and what type of gear you need to truly be comfortable because it all comes down to the gear. Because if you've got a minus 30 jacket on uh, and it's minus 10, then you're cozy as a duck in a pond if that works somehow. So uh, so really make sure that you have uh, the right gear. And I guess perhaps that's why you're listening to this to this episode because it's talking about uh, the good gear that you could use. Um, having a great winter backpack is, uh, is quite essential because if you're on a night like tonight and the snow is heavy and falling from the blows and uh, the bows of, uh, of the trees and, and just big blotches, then you really need a, a, a bag that can, is either water uh, resistant or you have a rain cover that goes over it. Um, I, think, I think those are a few of the, the backcountry uh, items that I would highly recommend. Obviously, if you're doing different sports, then uh, then it all changes. For example, when we're going on a backcountry winter uh, trip, it's it's crucial that we have our dry suits. And a dry suit is basically like a Gore-Tex one-piece suit with rubber gaskets at the feet. And uh, sorry, the feet are closed, but rubber gaskets at the ankles and at your neck. Um, and this is how you could be able to be floating in extremely cold water and still be comfortable depending and the level of comfort uh, all depends obviously on what you're wearing underneath uh, your dry suit. So water sports um, have their own set of batches of 
winter camping essentials. Uh, neoprene gloves. We tend to wear six millimeter neoprene gloves when we're going on a backcountry sea kayaking trip in winter. Um, because it's a type of item that if you leave it behind, you're going to be absolutely miserable the entire time that you've been paddling out there without these gloves. So, so key, key item. You know, thinking about that tangent, uh, if you go on any of my Instagram photos or Facebook, um, you'll find that I'm wearing a toque on all my winter adventures. Yes, not on the summer ones as well, but I'm wearing uh, a red or a blue toque. And uh, this is a wool toque, except it's a very tight woven wool toque, merino wool toque. And um, like I've mentioned many a times before, if uh, if you don't have, if it's not wool or merino wool or yak wool, then uh, your body heat just isn't regulated in the same way. And your head is one of the, is the place where the most amount of heat is released from your body. And so if you keep your head warm, you will often be very, very comfortable. So any winter camping trip, Please take uh, one of these one of these toques uh, of merino wool. Uh, I highly my favorite brand of those is a brand called Varma from Iceland, and Icelanders have the crappiest weather on the planet, so they know a thing or two when it comes about to comes comes to keeping their noggin uh, warm, and it's cold and wet weather as well. So very very good item to have. Uh, during a winter camping trip. Uh, I also like to take oftentimes either a folding um, mattress like the ones that Nemo makes that you can use to kneel upon on a winter trip or you can sit upon or you can stack it um, uh, to sit on it as well. Um, but there's also like Thermarest little ones um, that are just like a, a seat cushion so that you don't have your bum on the snow. And uh, and definitely an item that that I, I do recommend when you're when you're out on a winter camping trip, um, and I think I think that just pretty much sums it up on that tonight gear list of telling you what to take for winter camping essentials. Remember, this is an app where you're welcome to join anytime, ask any questions. Indeed, the whole social side is what makes it so cool. Um, and I'm pretty grateful to be on here. Um, you know, many things start with a small seed and, and Colin just recently made it possible that you can share all of your podcasts on different places like Spotify and whatnot. And while you're scrolling through like today's, you're able to see a photo of, uh, that you've posted related to that particular podcast. And I think that's really neat because in my case, being a more of a visual, uh, artist, it, uh, it really hits a tone to be able to reach out to people with the the venue or the the way in which I'm most accustomed to. So do check that out. And uh, I hope you liked tonight's winter camping essentials. I think it's easiest to do this type of thing when you're in the thick of it. And tonight we were as well. And uh, one more thing before I forget with children. And I was just thinking, you know, what what's that thing? It's the... Uh, the sled. Today we had a winter camping essential, which was the kids' sled to tote them around and pull them on the snow and have them giggle aplenty. So Pelican Utility Sled, you're great for wood. You're better for kids. Thanks for listening tonight. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners, and we'll see you tomorrow.